don't know. I don't know where we begin. But where where do we begin? We ask that here tonight. Welcome. How about where do we begin? How about we, how we have go? a moment of silence for Justin Bieber's new Lyme disease? Uh, Q taps, play taps. Yeah, for Justin, for Justin, B, for Justin Bieber. Uh, anyways, yeah, I don't know where we're beginning this, but I well, I know one thing. You know, you know what I know. I'm Wayne. I'm Trog, and I'm Log. I'm Bout, and I'm Gur, and I'm back. After what, like two months? You're not sick anymore. Hooray. I'm not sick, and also have time. He's escaped from his tube. You don't have some kind of fucked up like migraine or illness or something. No, I'm I'm freed from illness and holiday retail hell. So, what was it like being fed and bathed through a tube? What? Uh, what bathed through a tube? How? The fuck? I was bathed through a he tube. He was sick. He was sick. Bro, he was so fucking sick. I had to be put in a cryogenic chamber until they found the cure. You had to get a intravenous bath. Yeah. How do you, how's that work? <laughs> yeah, they cleaned my veins out. Look, it's really complicated. I don't think I could explain it in layman terms. If you don't, I'm going to end the podcast. They put tube water. You know how sweat comes out of your pores? This time it's different. They put it back in. They put water in. Pure water comes out. What is it like being the first 2020 transhuman? Like, you've ascended, right? Uh, that was the procedure? It's slow going, but it happens. Hey, so I want this to be a biology episode. How does sweat molecularly differ from water? It's salty. It's got, like, salt and shit in it. Salt. It's it's your body expelling waste and stuff. Uh-oh. Is there is this blue, like, the Gatorade commercials? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drink that much Gatorade. <laughs> I drink too much. The first time Gator like I learned about Gatorade is from one of those commercials, and I drank it. You thought it would make you sweat blue? Yeah. Yeah. I was too I was too naive, and I didn't have a good enough grasp on English, and I was gu- a gullible child, so I was like, damn, I want that. I was scared. I didn't want to drink it because I didn't want to sweat blue, and I didn't want a raptor to come and challenge you were, me. You were scared, pussy. I was. I wanted that. You embraced it. Then why yeah. didn't you drink it? Did you I drink did. It? I said I did, and it didn't happen. I was disappointed. I used to oh. have a friend that drank Gatorade like water, and it like I didn't get it. Every time I'd go to his house, the uh, he would just have like so much Gatorade, and like. I didn't get it, but I was down with it because I was 10 and Gatorade was good. That's how so, I am right now, honestly. I drank a lot. Like, I didn't even know they made Gatorade containers that big. Like, two fucking gallons. Because it, one, has sugar so you get energy, and two, has electrolytes so you don't get dehydrated. I drink way too much of that shit when I'm working. To the point where, let's bring it around to uh, the fact that it's the new year, and that's on my list of shit to stop drinking. That's your resolution? I gotta stop drinking so much uh, Gatorade, stop drinking so much soda, stop eating so many chips. I gotta stop drinking so much pepper. But the... So you know what I uh, was gonna say? A good tip for that that one thing you said, uh, hydration, uh, try the water, that that keeps you hydrated. Yeah, but tip also also Gatorade has a good flavor. Good smell, flavor. And sugar. Lots of sugar. Water has good flavor. Water has... Shit flavor. Water has no flavor. It doesn't taste like anything. Are you? Is that was that a joke? Was was that a joke? Yes, that was no. a joke. Okay, good. Although, I, although, although, Arrowhead water has like a weird taste to it, and I've asked other people, and other people can confirm that. That's like the cheap water, right? Arrowhead? No, it's expensive. I think they put extra minerals in it, which gives it the shitty weird flavor. Really? 
Bro, uh, have you ever had San Pellegrino, that mineral water? I love that shit. Oh, mineral water tastes funky to me. I never like mineral water. It's not mineral water, it's water with minerals. Water with minerals in it is mineral water. Yes. Why Why did you need to state that? No, all water has minerals in it. And if you're drinking pure water, you're gonna fucking die. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh? Nah. Uh-huh. Well, I'm gonna do it right now. I do it every day. I saw it. I saw it on the news. That shit comes out of my tap. That shit's clear. There's nothing in it. Like, it's pure. It's invisible, silly. So, you're, I, when I asked you if you said that water having a bad flavor was a joke, I, I was just concerned because I knew... I worked with a girl for, like, years who legitimately said that water tastes bad, so she didn't drink it. She didn't drink water. Those people scare me. That sounds like a like a mental bias. All she all she drank was like like ginger ale and that Ooh. shit. Yeah, like what? It's so does a diuretic. How are you getting hydration? How are you alive? Ginger ale is something you only drink when you're gonna throw up. Uh, no, ginger ale's tasty. I like ginger ale. I mean, it's not bad. It's just you. That's not something I would drink every day. I looked into this because I was curious, and it's like you don't have to drink that much water. Throughout the day, because you are getting Get water your from your food. F- yeah, food yeah. and, like, whatever. So, like, if she's eating enough, like, food... Like, if she's getting enough water from, like, her food, from her meals, and, like, if she's, like, eating... If she's drinking the soda with her meals, then maybe that helps her retain it. I don't know. But, yeah, that's not good. It's just... It's so... It's so fucked up to me. I imagine my life where I live like that, and I see myself as gray bones in a grave. I'd be dead. Like, I couldn't, I could not, listen, I, I don't know, at some point in the past, like, I'd say, like, I'd say, like, towards the end of high school, like, I just fucking started chugging, and I've never stopped. I love water. I, I would see myself, uh, basically the same as I am now, except riddled with kidney stones. Yeah, there was a kid who drank, a, like, he was known for drinking a lot of Mountain Dew. He would bring a two-liter of Mountain Dew to school with him, and by Bro. the end of the school day, that would be gone. Holy shit! He stopped because he got an ulcer, and I was, and after <laughs> I heard that, I was like, oh, maybe this sort of thing is not so hot. I used to drink a lot of Mountain Dew in high school, and even that, I, I could never do that. Yeah, that kid was, a uh, went hard. I knew a kid who, I think everybody knew a kid like this, but I knew a kid who would drink like three to five monsters every single oh. day. I don't know how he didn't just straight up die from that. I knew someone who knew someone that lived like that and had a heart attack at 21. Oh. And then still drinks monsters to oh. this day. Oh my god. He survived. What the fuck? He survived and, and has not changed. That's a mistake. I mean, he probably has to keep doing it, because if he doesn't, he'll fall asleep forever and not die, but just be asleep forever. <laughs> it's a narcolepsy counter. But the thing is, it's one ingredient that is, like, keeping you awake. You can just take caffeine pills. If taurine. You're, you know? you're, I'm, I'm getting them taurine shots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're eating ginseng, like, just you're just biting into it like a carrot. Fuck yeah. I mean, you could, you could do that. You could get away with that. It would not be pleasant. No, no, but you could do it. Yeah, in theory. Things like ginseng and ginger are like, they're good. But why? I could eat it straight. Raw, raw is so harsh. I love ginger snaps. I could eat it straight. I'll just like, I bet I could do it. Like, because I will like, if, if I'm ever like, realize like, oh man, I haven't like had enough veggies in the past few days. I'll just like go to my fridge, grab like a fucking handful of kale and just like 
eat it. Like, but but do you, but do you seriously? Okay, that's different. Do you seriously think you could bite into a thing of ginger? I could go try. I have ginger downstairs. Do it on stream. <laughs> on podcast or on stream? On stream. On stream. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll just say like, yeah, I have to do this. It will not be pleasant. I like, bro. I bet it's great. Have you had ginger ale? That shit's delicious, dude. It's not great. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I asked uh, the the madam at the palm reading store, and she said it would taste great. You should do the that. Palm reading store. And at the same time, I should bite into a ginger snap cookie, and we should compare our experiences. I don't get ginger, man. How can it be like that? How can how can it look like it's it's practically like a a small man cursed to be trapped in a root. It's like a man drink. <laughs> and then it gets converted into like things that you put on sushi, things that you put in a carbonated drink, things that you put in a cookie. Like how do they do it? How do they extract You you could put anything in a cookie. I like ginger because it is one of those things that looks as powerful as it tastes and like you have to cook it down for it to like be usable. Now, you say like how it could be like that. I know how it could be like that. There is this legend of like this her- Chinese hermit and uh he basically was a hermit. He and he is like the grandfather of Chinese medicine. I hope I'm telling the story correctly. It, just from the tidbits I know. And he's he is this because he went, just just wandered around trying every plant himself and just documented the effects. Uh, and uh, and I know this because for some weird reason he got a lot of boners from trying different plants. <laughs> that is recorded. Nature's full of aphrodisiacs. Or he just really likes plants. I keep eating <laughs> dirt and popping boners. <laughs> Learning a lot about yourself. Or learning a lot about the plants. I think it's more about the plants than me. We've all. I don't been think there. it's a person. It's not a personal problem. I'm. I blame it fully on the plants. Botany. It sucks. It keeps giving me boners. I wish those plants were so fucking sexy. Uh, mm, uh, mm, uh. Oh, guys! I just heard from the podcast police. We have to stop doing our podcast now. Oh. Oh, thank Darn. God. Had a good. Run. Can we get one final moment of silence for Justin Bieber, who got Lyme disease and confirmed it on public media? Maybe if he tried more plants, that would have happened. I'm so sorry, Justin Beyblade. He, man. Oh. See, we were talking about this before the podcast started. I don't feel bad because Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber is rich enough where, like, getting Justin the medicine Bieber. for, getting the medicine and the treatment for Lyme disease won't affect him. It'll affect normal people, but not him. I also think it's incredibly dumb that he's like there's that it, there's like a huge trend of like people like oh my god just to be I'm so sorry you have Lyme disease like it's fucking Lyme disease he doesn't have cancer it is not exactly a disease you come out with like yeah it's just like so many people have Lyme like it sucks it's not fun but like yeah I've got like an aunt with it I have a friend with it and he lived his yeah. life very normally like there would be like I like. Around like one, like once a year, he would get like a a bad, like a bad bout of the system of uh, the symptoms. But other than that, he was fine. It's like, but Justin Bieber's also the guy who posted on Instagram, like, "Oh my God, guys, I have conjunctivitis." Like he, oh yeah, he like makes a, fucking... he's a. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Do you think Do you think his Simpsona will have <laughs> Lyme disease now, or do you think 
that Simpsona will will be okay. What the fuck are you talking about? He got like yeah, he, he got like me. Simpsons fan art of him and his wife, and he posted it like all happy, like oh check it out, it's dope. He's married. Damn, time flies. In my head, Justin Bieber still looks like how he did when he got shot on CSI. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was real. So I looked up, I, I Google searched Lyme disease to try and get any nugget of comedy out of this conversation. And the first, like, two results are actually about the disease, and everything else is just about Justin Bieber now. So I feel sorry <laughs> for anybody trying to look up information about Lyme disease, because you're just going to get, like, an Entertainment Tonight article that says Haley Bieber calls out trolls trying to, quote, downplay the severity of Justin's Lyme disease <laughs> instead of any actual medical information that may be useful to you. So if I was that rich and I got Lyme disease, I wouldn't go to the Internet. I would drop a lot of money on research to find a cure for the shitty disease instead of like, I don't know. Hmm. <gasps> Yes, yes, unrelated. Uh, but Yakuza soundtracks, all of them are now on Spotify. It oh. is a great day. Fuck, Justin Bieber, your Lyme disease could not cancel out that great news. I could never be sad about that. But I could always be hyped for some fucking Yakuza soundtracks. Why did fucking CNN tweeted about this? Who gives a shit? War with Iran, Justin Bieber with Lyme disease. Those are two big headlines. Today, fucking... January 8th, 2020 is the day of annoying celebrity news. Today's the day Justin Bieber announced announced that he had Lyme disease. I fucking hate that so much. Uh, and uh, the Grimes announced her feral pregnancy. I'm feral? like, I hate today. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't even want to know what that is. I don't even care. Let's not even... Let's not even get into that. I don't yeah, let's know. skip that. Uh, this is not a this. Yeah, you know what? This isn't a celebrity podcast. Yeah, we're not on E. We, we are not a celebrity podcast. We are not entertainment tonight. Like I said, I'm complaining about it. I'm not reporting on it. Fuck you. Fuck you, Miss Lyme Disease. We can talk about something positive. We can talk about yeah, like Justin Bieber getting Lyme disease. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's very severe. I'm I shouldn't be downplaying the, the the severity. All I know about Lyme disease is that you can't eat red meat, but like other than that, it seems body livable. aches. Body aches. You get flu symptoms and your whole body hurts. Can we not? Can we cut out this entire part where we're talking about Lyme disease instead of making jokes and being entertaining? I'm making jokes. I don't know, like. So far, this podcast episode has been 15 minutes of Lyme disease talk. And yeah, about, and like, that's why the fucking podcast police are knocking at my door. They're about to batter rank, battering ram my door down and tell me to unplug the microphone. Remember we talked about Gatorade? That was nice. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that more. Yeah, that was the first stro- That was That was the first infraction. Was the second infraction the, me talking about that Chinese hermit? I'm hitting the conversational pow block while Log is jumping. No one else can talk. Log, what's your positive All note? right. Yeah, let's cancel that out, throw that out, replace it with talk about charity. Because I'm pretty sure that the last podcast that we did happened before the big charity yes. stream, right? Yeah. Yes, it did. So, that was a 24-hour monkey ball bonanza. What did bonanza. you think about that way? Bonanza. But ba- ba- Bonanza. I get it because it's bananas. I will never forget that uh, for the rest of my days. That it was a fucking, it was a dreamlike twenty-four hours, and I say that in both like the fact that it was a very good day, and also it was just like 
fucking bizarre. Uh, it's just, it's crazy to me on two levels. On one level that we raised as much money as we did. We raised oh, $10,600 yeah. for Rice's, which at my, at my point in my Twitch career, that's a fucking lot. Um, the, and it's also crazy that like, that it happened that I actually played monkey ball for 24 hours. It didn't feel that long. Uh, the, I felt like fucking melded to the game. Like I couldn't, I like when, when I think back on my memory, I can, I do not remember sitting in my room so much as I just remember playing those fucking levels of expert, like especially like the first 20 levels of expert monkey ball <laughs> are like fucking ingrained into my goddamn head and i'm just i'm like and while it was great and i'm so happy that i did it i am so fucking upset that i couldn't beat expert like all the way through with with no continues like that shit was ah uh, i could have done it if i had gotten to that point earlier in the stream when i wasn't fucking brain wiped i probably could have done it but man by the end of the stream it was just like a fucking I like literally couldn't play the game anymore. I, I I physically could not progress any more than I already have. Do you remember like what it what the what the game feed was like during the last three hours? It was just the same levels. I kept failing, yeah. making no progress. You were pretty wiped by the end. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't. I mean, your brain was basically fried at that point. You were also probably running on like a calorie deficit because you really only munched on checks mix the whole time. You never had like a meal. No, yeah, I did. You weren't awake when I had a meal. No, you were there. <laughs> Wait, you did have a meal? All I knew was the Chex Mix chalice. Yeah, I did have a meal. When the, when the stream started, I had a meal. But um, that was 24 hours. Like, you, Hmm, maybe if you let me talk, okay. Mr. We I, always... I, fuck I, off. But yeah, so, um, I had a meal when the stream started. Plenty of coffee. And then I had a couple snacks. I had like I, it wasn't just the Chex Mix. It was Chex Mix, and I had like some some like uh, cold cuts and like cheese, like some protein. The and then I uh, and then uh, at night, like around like like really really late in the stream, it was probably like two a.m. I had like uh, like chicken Alfredo with red peppers and a monster. Uh, and let me tell you, that combination of the chicken Alfredo with red peppers and the monster, that's when I played my fucking heart out. As soon as like we took we took a break, I ate my pasta. I was also I was also like uh, re relaxing my voice because at that point it was just completely shot. Um, the uh, and okay, I was like, OK, guys, like because I think you, Holly and one other person were there. I care. It might have been log. No, I, think I was there. What? How late? I don't know who it was. No, you were there. That's what I said. Um, the uh, and I. Uh, so I ate the chicken Alfredo and I pounded that monster and I said, guys, I'm not going to talk for a while. I'm just going to play the game. And I just fucking like went ham. I, I was playing so good for that hour after the after that ingestion. And like, I never topped that. Uh, the hypest moment of the stream. Another another regret was that the absolute hypest moment of the stream happened at like 445 a.m. When like we were at our absolute like pit in terms of uh, like viewer count. And only like only like the super committed people who were awake at that hour saw it. But it was when doing the uh, the advanced extra levels of Monkey Ball. That shit was so intense. When I was done with it, I was certain like that that was like one of the hardest things I've ever done. Trog, do you know what that level is? Uh, no, not off the top of my head. The final the final level of advanced extra is the one where it's like you, you know the levels that are like a ring of like sets of moving platforms that are moving in alternate directions of varying yeah. sizes and speeds. Yeah. It's like that level from advanced, but like. 
tripled in size and like it has like bumpers and speed and like all kinds of crazy shit yeah. all over it and at the very end there's like an or like a rotating saturn ring the uh i had seven continues to get through that fucking level and i i, I brought it down to the fucking wire and i finally did it and it was like fucking <laughs> awesome and i think maybe only up like a hundred people were awake watching it with me but even that was just uh that was so good and then the rest of the stream was just failure i remember seeing that yeah, you were awake. So then it was you, Holly, and Balp. Um, the and then and then like later on in the stream, like at like six or seven a.m., that's when I beat Expert with uh, with with continues. Uh, so I did do that at least. But yeah, that was the peak. Those those were my two peaks for the stream. And then it was just raw charity and no more skill. I would like to pause it or not or not pause it. I would like to suggest the next twenty four hour stream. This <laughs> yeah, I would, be- I'd love to do more. Well, well, this this came to me, and I think it'd be really funny for a little bit, but I think a funny Wayne Radio TV 24-hour stream would be you attempting to solve as many Sudoku puzzles in a row as you can in 24 hours. Bro, I would make it, like, two or three hours, and I would just be fucking sitting, like, I... Bro, I don't know how many of those I could do. I don't even know how to. If you ask me to solve a Sudoku puzzle right now, couldn't do it. Do you I don't think know how you to play could it. do one in twenty four hours? Like, I don't know how to play it. I've never played. I've never played Sudoku. Sudoku. It's look. It, there's nine rows, nine columns. You have to have the numbers one through nine in each of them, but you can't have any repeats in a row, column, or block of nine. I couldn't do it. What? That's all I need to hear. Then, then I know the next twenty four hour stream. We, it's gonna be the no. Wayne Sudoku. Okay, how about this? No. Then? How about how about we have a charity stream and it ends the moment you complete one Sudoku puzzle, <laughs> and we just see seven, how long that goes on for. It's seven gonna days. be a week long stream. Trog, that's very funny. In uh, us saying it, uh, I would that would suck for everyone. Like. <laughs> I, now, originally, I was against this idea because I'm, you know, in my mind, I'm like, there's not enough visual information in a Sudoku puzzle to keep it, like, visually interesting for a charity marathon. But the sheer comedy that would come from a man struggling to do one simple Sudoku puzzle and it taking 24 whole hours it takes is like an entire 24 yeah, hours like some kind of like like at that point it's like experimental comedy you say you say simple like i've literally literally i've never played it i've never had the interest to play it i've never had to seek out how to play it you've never seen one in like a newspaper or anything i mean i've seen it i know what it looks like but how does it range in difficulty is it just a smaller there are grid easier and harder puzzles yeah yeah it's a number puzzle and it, it really is just you fill in the gaps with the right number and there's a correct solution at the end like and- because to an to an extent i am exaggerating i could probably do like a like a like a easy to medium one some of them get really hard oh i know you could probably accidentally do one. Here's why that stream wouldn't work. Not because I couldn't do a single puzzle, but because I would, that would just, I wouldn't be having fun. I like Monkey Ball. I was having fun the whole time. I, I love Monkey Ball. I still want to play it. The, I want to be able to beat those extra expert levels, but I would not have fun doing Sudoku. What if every time you get one wrong, you just get electrocuted? <laughs> you put in the wrong number. 
you get electrocuted. Do you want to buy the electrode system to do that? Yeah, go right ahead, but I'm not buying a fucking... The, the way that the stream would work is it would start off with, okay, Wayne has to solve one Sudoku, but then any time a collective $100 is donated, we add another Sudoku on that he has to complete before he can stop the stream. So people will just keep donating to make you have to keep doing more Sudoku puzzles. I, uh, I vote no. Well, I guess you don't like charity anymore. I press two. I will do another charity stream, but it'll be a cooler idea than that. I don't know. Not that that idea isn't funny. It just would be bad. Yeah, I played Dungeons and Dragons for 24 hours. Multiple versions. Oh my god, that would be taxing on a million different people. I bet that's I bet that's been done. Probably. That's had to have been done. Do Shadows Over Mistara for 24 hours. I would like to see... Uh, the quality and, like, the decay of a Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> DM. Yeah. Specifically the DM after 24 hours. That would honestly be pretty funny. That would be a pretty funny 24-hour stream. Actually, you know, I kind of like that idea. I kind of like that idea. If, like, if you do it like how we did that one campaign, you were, you, like, swap DMs. So, like, I think one person DMing for 24 hours would be a fucking nightmare. Um, yeah. Here, oh, wait, no. And, you know, I just realized the other thing and the other reason why that's a problem. Like, keeping... I guess you could just do pre-cons. I was going to say, like, keep it, like, having enough material for 24 hours. Yeah. Just do a bunch of pre-cons over and over. No, you, that, that's the thing. There's no pre-cons. You just have to keep coming up with shit for 24 oh hours. God. The ultimate improv. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's great. Because at the end, it just be like, uh, oh, goblins. fucking. Roll for initiative. Yeah. It would probably go bad. At a certain point. All right. But. Oh, you. Oh, you killed. You killed the three goblins. All right. Ten more. Ten more. Show up. Roll. Roll for. Th you gotta give them more credit than that. I think they'll try. It'll, it'll just be like really weird because they won't give a fuck. You're no saying more. they? You're talking. You mean us? So Balp's not gonna participate. <laughs> no, Balp won't do it. I thought we were, I thought this was like a hypothetical one. Uh, I guess it's us. I want to posit a question for uh, everybody listening right now. What do you think the next 24-hour marathon stream should be? What are your ideas? Uh, email your ideas to where do we begin QA at gmail.com. Tell us what you think we should do. Uh, because, what do you think? I mean, I've got I've got some ideas. The uh, just just games to play that would be fun for 24 hours. Um, the uh, Couple days from now, I mean, I'm not doing it for 24 hours for charity, but I'm going to be trying like to do. I might be trying to do an endurance run of like the one of the ghouls and ghosts games, and that's going to be a fucking a challenge that could last for 24 hours potentially if I let it. I don't know if I get. I don't know how long it would take me to beat a, one of those games in one sitting. Quite a bit if you're not. I fucking love those games. Experienced with it. I mean, I'm experienced to the point where I played it a lot when I was a kid, and I was like okay at it. Uh, maybe not that long then. Yeah, but I don't know. My I am not the same person as I was when I was eight. So I'm sure you would adjust to it. You'd adjust better to it than somebody like someone that was like twice your age. Eight year old me was great at super ghouls and ghosts. I personally could, if given ample enough time to prepare, play Tekken for 24 hours straight. I've fallen back in love with that game and I'm back on the groove. I do not doubt that. You practically do that already. Yeah, I was about to say you like, I think if Balp didn't need to eat or sleep, he would just play Tekken forever and not do anything else. You've already gone 18 hours in a row. I mean, what's another six? No, 18? When did I do that? I'd swear I've seen you playing that game for like 18 hours in a row. No. I don't think he's done that. No, I wish. What do you think is max? Like eight? Six? There was that one time, there was that one day where I woke up and I had like the day off or whatever, ate food, played Tekken, 
went to locals, played Tekken, came back home, thought about doing something, and immediately jumped back onto Tekken. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Because I was like, ooh, that was rough. I, 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 I beat, like, one opponent, and then I dropped to losers, and I got knocked out. And then, like, I hung around for a little bit, I played a little more, and then, like, I, I was like, alright, time to go home. And I got home, and I was just like, well, what do I do now? I guess I'll play more Tekken. I haven't gone to a local since Zafina came out. I'd probably be able to, like, beat some people into the dirt now. Ah, you need to start playing just so I have a sparring partner again. I, 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 like, like, part of the reason why my skill has deteriorated is because there's no one to, like, go up against. No one real, anyways. I'd like to play Tekken, like, one more time before the cycle is over. The, it, like, I want to play the new characters, like, Leroy seems awesome, and, like, Fakumrum seems like he'll be really cool, too. Oh, yeah, from from what now? Yeah. Fakumrum. That's the new character. Oh, Fakumrum! No, literally. He's the last character. Oh, did they did they say this is the last season? No, I mean, it's the last character of the season. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and, and like, they didn't say season three is going to be the end, but it's like... I feel like it'll keep going. Do you really think they're going to make a season four, though? Maybe. You don't think they're just going to make another game? Maybe. Their player base, but, like... It's easier for them to just do another season. And their player base is, like, I don't think it's really dropped. I think it's going up, if anything. Easier for another season, but less profits overall, I'd assume. I, yeah, getting buying a new game. If they do a Tekken 8, though, they gotta do a parody release of the co- of the arcade machines and, like, the console thing. Because, like, fuck. They made, they made you wait for so long for Tekken 7. I don't think they'd stagger it again. Yeah, the, the times are different. Tekken is hot. They gotta get it to the console. They gotta get it overseas. They'll probably do like fucking Tekken X Street Fighter though before no. like a Tekken Eight. No, I don't. I don't know if they'll ever do that. To be honest, Tekken doesn't need Street Fighter anymore. I think no matter what they do, they need to reinclude Snoop Dogg. I yeah would love Snoop Dogg as a guest character. He was in, what was it, Tag Tournament 2? He was in the background of one of the stages, and he, like, made a song. Oh, he, was, he wasn't playable? Oh, he needs to be playable. It's funny, like, he was in a stage and he had a song in Tag 2, but, like, that was enough for them to make a whole trailer for Tekken Tag 2 about Snoop Dogg. Like, look, yeah. he's in the background and he's got some cool animations. Now make him playable. I still think Eminem would be the ultimate guest character for Tekken. <laughs> Why not both? Dude, yeah, he would he would take his M&M pills and he would start fucking shit up. <laughs> well, M&M pills are a scam. They may not do anything. Yeah, they may not do anything. This is a reference that maybe not everybody will get. This is for only the true Wayne heads now. Only for the people <laughs> who actually watch the stream for that one. The true radio heads. He, he, let, let's bring it back a little bit and do something that everybody knows also. The other charity video game thing happening right now uh agdq's been happening um i feel like they've been having a lot more stuff go past their allotted time this week than ever before really because i haven't been watching so like what i've been tuning in off and on and yeah i've noticed that too i've seen at least two games go over time and one get mercy killed really what got mercy killed uh terraria oh (laughs) shit well, okay, but that's like a complete, that's got to be like an RNG fest, yeah. There's some luck there, yeah. The Terraria guy got screwed over, like, super bad. But, um, that sucks. Th- so here's the thing, though. So many things have gone over time. The schedule's been, like, fucked with so much. Really? That, like, all of this, all the stuff that, like, 
usually gets relegated to the witching hour uh, is getting like pushed into the prime time hours because of all the delays. Oh, wow. Interesting. And all of the good shit is getting pushed to the middle of the night. I can actually watch some of the awful games block this this oh, week because yeah. it because it got pushed all the way to 6 a.m. tomorrow. Nice. And so I can just wake up and see it. For context, our group in particular, we like laughing at bad games and and the GDQs do uh have speed runs for like the shitty games, but those are relegated to what we call the witching hour, which is basically just like the period between like 2 a.m. to like morning where no one's awake. You say what we call the witching hour. I think that's a well-known term. To be fair, we we didn't really coin that. Although I think colloquially, I think that's a. I think the witching hour is a very real thing. I think colloquially, it's it's like yeah, it's it's 3, 3 a.m. is the witching hour. But that's like a that's like a superstition thing. Yeah, something. Yeah, make make the the uh, opening song for this episode of the podcast, "The Witching Hour" by Psychic Mirrors. You guys know that song. Fuck yeah. I mean, I don't think we can do that, but fuck nah. yeah. Nah, I won't. Just put a MIDI of it. You can get around any copyright with MIDI. That song is awesome, and I've got good memories tied to it. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy. If I get to watch some of the bad games without having to stay up, fuck yeah. I have not watched AGDQ in a long time. Like, I'm all for the charity and all that, but like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't like the event anymore. Sean from Mega64 said it best, which is like, at the frequency it happens at, at this point, it's like, hey, good on them. It's still cool. I still think it's cool. I still think it's a great cause, but it's like, what, like it happens twice a year, every year. It, you know, like it, it's, I'm, I'm not as excited for it as I used to be when I, it was like new. The first two GDQs were so fucking cool. I watched them like, so much like I, I would be up it, it was such a it was such a unique like time and vibe of like like sitting there at like fucking like three yeah. in the morning watching the gdqs the i what was the year where those guys got banned for their really funny like was it ratchet and clank or jack and daxter it, it was jack and daxter that was like three that was like three years ago it was jack and daxter that was like that had to have been 20 yeah, that would have been like 2015 or 16, right? That was the last one I watched. That one was great. The uh, that was so fucking. I mean, good. yeah, like, like, like the thing everybody, it? the thing. Well, what happened with that was that uh, it was a Jack and Daxter run, and I'm probably gonna get the guy's name wrong, but I think the guy's name was Bonesaw and some numbers like Bonesaw five four four yeah. or something like that. But uh, he was just doing a Jack and Daxter run, and a. a this this might be partially hearsay, so don't take this like I know everything, but I think they were drunk and, like, spent most of the run just, like, uh, making – who was it? What were they – they were, like, doing an impression. Uh, Owen, it was, like, a bunch of jokes about Owen Wilson. Yes. It was – yeah, they they spent, like, a lot of the run doing, like, Owen Wilson impressions. Like, the run wasn't bad, I don't think. Like, I don't even think it went over estimate or anything. It was good. It was fine. I think it was, like, right at the time. Yeah, but, like, apparently they, they like, weren't taking it seriously enough or something, and, and they were asked not to come ah, back. Hmm. That's dumb. Banned for having fun. It was probably, like, the best, one of the best things that they ever had. So it's it's really too bad. It's really a shame. As somebody who, like, was with the same with, like, Wayne, and I would watch, I watched the older ones, and now the new ones... 
the 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 more recent ones I just kind of like catch the vods of the runs that I actually think are interesting. I don't watch it live too often. That's kind of the thing that everybody says is that it's like, yeah, it was cool at first because it was just like some people literally in like a basement and it just grew. And it's really cool that they can like go out and raise, you know, literally millions of dollars every year for a charity. Oh, yeah. But it, you know, that comes with the fact that, okay, now there's like literally like 150,000 people watching it on Twitch and it has to be very like sterile because of that. Yeah. Yeah, no fun allowed anymore. That's why the only one I've watched this year was the Fallout one and And I mean they do they do still have fun runs. It's just a different like it's a different atmosphere than, you know, thirty people in a basement to oh, we had to rent out like a convention center. Like that's the thing that you don't see on the streams is that the rest of GDQ is basically like a big convention. Yeah. It's big budget now. Like like it's 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 it, yeah, it's a convention now. It's it's the it, these are the consequences of getting bigger, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't again, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just it, it's it is a different atmosphere. It has its drawbacks. Yeah, and you know what? Good on them. I still watch the runs that I think are interesting. I just watch them after the fact when they're uploaded to YouTube rather than watching it live. So. It's just a shame that there's now just the joke of once people start having fun, the they just assume they'll be banned. Yeah, people blow that part out of proportion, but... I mean, they can have fun, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of it nowadays is like forced fun. Yeah, I, I know what the you mean. The thing that bugs me about GDQ and the reason why sometimes I'll like see a game that I think will be an interesting one and I'll start to watch the VOD and I'll have to turn it off is the fucking audience at GDQ yeah, is yeah. not a good audience. Like, like I get being excited and stuff, but it, there's always just like some stupid meme or something. Like, I, I don't remember if it was last year or two years ago where it's like there everybody is just like making Waluigi noises all the time and it's just like Oh, man, I know what like, you mean, yeah. You don't have to be part of the act, you know? Like if you're in the crowd, just just enjoy the show. That's like, what happens when you get a bunch of socially awkward nerds all in one spot, is everyone That's not true. People say that, but that's not even an excuse anymore because it's so big. It's like it's not just socially awkward nerds. It's just because there's a lot of people doesn't mean they're not still socially awkward nerds. I used to say that. I used to be like, oh, it's a bunch of nerdy people at in the same place uh, at the same is. time. But but like, yeah, that's not you can't that's not the thing anymore like it is it is the specific atmosphere that they have like because they have that what Trog described and the double whammy of oh we got a 25 dollar donation from water horse timmy and he wants everyone in the audience to make a a, a noise water horse timmy make a pog champ they keep getting baited by the people donating the money too yeah so. exactly it's a it's a feedback loop it's like a double whammy of bad audience and like they have people who donate to get to to ask the bad ob- audience to make a dumb yeah. noise and it's and like it's, it's a shame. It sucks that the best or it sucks that the worst part of GDQ is something that is not like it has nothing to do with the runs or anything. It is literally the people in the audience that think they need to be part of the act. And like maybe, you know, maybe when you're there and you're in the moment and you you like get a lapse of judgment and you think like oh this will be funny but then for the people at home you're not funny please stop <laughs> they're in like this weird zone where like i feel like in a few years they'll be cool again because at that point it'll be so big 
that like the crowd will be massive and like then you can't like have stuff like that anymore you know what i mean yeah the one guy won't stand out they need to go even harder like it needs to be in like a fucking like stadium like a coliseum stadium yeah it needs to be like a music festival where like everyone's outside exactly now that you that brings it back around that's the level of premium that would make me go back to it is if i could go if i could go like fucking gdq at like madison square garden like fuck yeah literally i was gonna say madison square garden fucking that would get real funny is just like just a dude like kind of mumbling he's like all right i'll go left here that'll be that'll save me that'll save me 30 seconds they're just playing at max volume over a loudspeaker oh my god yeah oh man that'd be great hey we're gonna fucking uh do a road trip down to SGDQ. We're gonna go. We're gonna drop acid and watch the fucking <laughs> Super Mario speedrun. Yeah, it becomes it becomes like the fucking Burning Man of video games. Hell yeah! All right, I'm I'm sold. I'm back on the wagon. I'm ready for games to be played quickly in front of an audience. I will <laughs> say though that like the sanitized nature of like some of the things that they do makes certain stuff way funnier. Yeah. Like, they're, they're very much, like, anti-cursing now. Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, because kids watch. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, very much, yeah. Yeah, they're like, okay, we got, like, a hundred thousand people watching, no swearing or whatever. But, like, they'll still let any game on, basically. Yeah. And the games will have swearing or, like, nudity or something. It's like, okay, you can't swear. Tomato Anus had to change his name to Tomato Angus, whatever. And then you bring Binding of Isaac on stream, and the the guy <laughs> the guy, the guy that's with the runners commenting is like, oh, yeah, the, uh, he got a heart there, so Whore of Babylon is turned off. Oh, he's oh here, here's Whore of Babylon. He's gonna pick up Whore of ba- Babylon. It's gonna activate after he uses the nail. Like, well, Whore of Babylon is like a biblical thing. Yeah, but it, it's this other stuff. And if it's in the Bible, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's still, it's just, it's it's the nature of it. They, like, they, they don't stop speedruns from getting on, even if they're, like, from an M-rated game or whatever. And I, and I kind of see where that is, like, funny, that it's like, oh, yeah, they won't let you say fuck, but the game can say fuck. But it's kind of the difference between, like, you can look and see what's in a game before you decide to let it on stream. People are uncontrollable. Like, if true. you let the wrong person on stream, you get, like, crazy shit. I figured out how to do it. How to, how to the counterattack. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna speedrun Rogue Warrior on ADDP. <laughs> you can speedrun the 50 Cent game where there's a dedicated swear button. Yeah, it's like I don't think they've ever let. I don't think they've ever let a game like that on there. To be fair, it's a fucking goat fuck. That guy. He needs to be a GDQ. But yeah, uh, I'll I'll tune back in hardcore when uh, they're on the same level as Coachella. You drive down to the. To where the festival's happening, and there's, like, multiple speedruns happening at multiple stages, just, like, everywhere, and, like, people are just, like, camping out in tents. Oh, stop the stop the show. It's gone on too long. It's gone on too long. Oh, we got to answer these questions. Oh, right. yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. I have a we question. Got a que- we got questions. St- yeah. Worry. Uh, uh. He was going to read the question. I don't know what this bit uh, is. Uh, oh! 
Can you read okay. the question, please? The coast is clear. Read the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this question comes to us from the email account. So, uh, if you don't want to join the Discord and ask your questions there, and you would rather email your questions in... We got you covered. The, yes. The email uh, account is where do we begin q a all one word at gmail.com and uh that i'm gonna cut that out you okay fuck well now i'm not gonna cut it out because you fucking laugh no it's i'm laughing at like read the question god damn it i'm just laughing at how long it took him to like i know you're like enunciating it for everybody but like can we get a question up in here i want to answer a question Read it. Jonathan asks, Some big shot marketing guy calls you up and says that they want you to make an advertisement for water to air during the next Super Bowl. Not an ad for a specific brand or type of water. Just the concept of drinking water. So like got milk? You have an unlimited budget. The only restriction is that it cannot be over two minutes long. What kind of ad would you make? And that's from Jonathan. Question. Is this about drinking water or just the existence of water? Drinking water. Drinking it. Okay. I was just thinking about this. Just have a montage of people drinking water and at the end it's like, water, you can have it. And then I keep the rest of the money. It's perfect. Bro, that's, that's, well, I was going to say a good answer is make the commercial shitty and then like embezzle the rest of the money. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) That is my answer. I'm sticking to it. Unlimited budget. No, but you you could do the Adam Sandler strat where the the commercial instead of like just you embezzling it, like the commercial's real basic, but you like pay all your friends like their yeah, top dollar us. actors to be in it. Uh, the um, so no, here's what I do. Here's what I would do though. So uh, in one of our Discord servers, our friend Lauren, she just posted a picture of a vending machine that she saw that just says "cool drinks" on it, and just has a picture of like water being poured into a glass and. If you're gonna promote water, and I was thinking, what I was thinking is like that's the stupidest vending machine I've ever seen, and I and but damn, am I thirsty? You just need like every fucking beverage commercial ad in the world. All you need is splashes. You just need like water, like just going all over the place, Two like so that it looks minutes. like so that it so that it looks like an Nvidia like an Nvidia benchmark. Like you want. You 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 want a graphics card benchmark ass amount of water splashing around and just like and it'll it, it like so two minutes is my max right let me yeah. say that's a long fucking time for a commercial it's just gonna be two minutes of like sp- water splashing all over the place and just like cans cracking like ah just like drinking sounds like like just it there I don't because we're not selling a product here and most people have access to water like I'm just the the commercial is just going to be like. In the most Pavlovian way possible, making you thirsty is all it would be. <laughs> that sounds like it would more likely make you have to take a piss. No, because it'll be like glasses. I know what Wayne's talking ah. about. It'll be like glasses, yeah. Like close-ups of mouths saying like, ah. You got ice cubes, perspiration yeah, on the glass. Cubes, yeah, mm, like yeah. just every every trick in like the visual imagery book, just like back to back. I am literally getting thirsty thinking about this fake commercial. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what? Mm. Mm. Okay, we don't need to make noises. Right. So this, it'll, this podcast will go bad quick if we do that. A little bit of ASMR. 
That's a good idea. Yeah, like it is. I mean, they've done that before in the past, like the Got Milk commercials, the the Beef It's What's for Dinner commercials that I love. Of course you do. Here's the zinger. At the end of the commercial, there's no like, there's no, there's no stinger. There's it doesn't say right. like water drink it. It's just like it's just like two minutes. Mm, pss, right. Ah, and then it's over. Why is there? Why is there? If it's just water, everybody's just confused. <laughs> Because all you have to do is make them thirsty. You don't need to tell them what to drink. They'll find water. Uh, that is true. That is true. I think my idea uh uh-huh. would be it would be kind of like kind of like a, like a Spanish commercial. So like what I'm saying is it'll have like kind of like soap opera esque actors speaking in Spanish. Speaking in Spanish, it'll be like it'll be like. It, it would be, like, kind of a condensed storyline. It would show, like, just kind of summations of scenes where people would just be speaking in Spanish, and it would be Spanish for all TVs. And they would, you'd have, like, you know, guys that look like Zorro, and they just have, like, a like a, like a white puppy shirt that's open on the so you can see their chest and stuff. And they'll be, like, you know, it'll Nothing be like Nothing related that. to water it'll so have, far, but keep going. You know, it'll take place in, like, like a scenic vista overlooking the, the coast. And it'll always be kind of, like, uh, at sunset, you know. Uh, gradually, uh, the characters... You'll, you'll be seeing, like, multiple scenes kind of showing the lives of these characters. And then, like, halfway through the commercial, it'll start swapping out uh, characters individually. And the new characters that have been swapped in will be speaking Italian. And by the end, they'll all be speaking Italian. And it'll culminate in a sword fight on the on the beach coast with the waves crashing into them. But then they get thirsty and start trying to drink the seawater with their hands. And they have to spit it out. <laughs> they, and they, they see glasses of water in the, in the sand. And they run over and pick them up and drink them. And then they spend the last ten <laughs> seconds in silence sitting with their glasses, their, uh, glasses of water. I feel just like that that could just be a real commercial that's yeah. on. Like, have you guys seen commercials lately? I'm not exposed to a whole lot of cable because I don't have it. So I really only see it at my, like, family gatherings and restaurants. And sometimes I look at a commercial and I'm like, this looks like a parody of commercials that you would see in a TV show. Yeah. But it's a real-ass advertisement. It's like, oh my god. A lot of the time, I don't know what they're trying to sell to me. Exactly. You have no idea what they're selling to you until, like, the last four seconds. The last second. And it's like, oh, this is a car commercial. Oh, this is for medicine. You'll get something like that, and, like, a lot of it will be, like, they'll try to, like, make it touching. And it'll be, like, it'll, like, so one way you could do the commercial is, like, 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 these commercials would be, like, just like a minute of like pictures of soldiers dying in war, and then it'll, and then it'll, at the end it'll just be like, it'll just be like, drink water, I'll buy M and M's. No, it, it'll be like, it'll be like Auntie Anne's pretzels at your local mall, and it's okay. Well, I want to, I want to expand that concept to my idea for a water commercial, which is just one minute and fifty nine seconds of like soldiers dying, soldiers coming back home. I thought you were going to say soldiers coming back to life. Soldiers <laughs> dying, soldiers coming back to life. They come back home, they're zombies, they're thirsty. No, it's it's just one of those commercials where it's like weirdly centered around the military for some reason and you aren't sure if it's an ad for the, like for the armed forces or if it's like 
for a car, and then in the last second, like, the guy opens up an unlabeled bottle of water and drinks it, and then it says, like, drink water at the end. It just says water for about half a second and then cuts to black. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's I one was of thinking, those commercials. I was thinking, alternatively, you know that Lemmy skit about water? Uh-huh. Whoa. Where yeah. by the end, they're all just, like, drinking water out of, like, bowls and everything? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just have two minutes of people, like, going nuts over tap water. Hell yeah. Don't, like, mention what, what, what's going on. It's just people are really excited. Oh, alternatively, it's, it's, it's infinite budget, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want my commercial to be whatever the latest blockbuster movie is condensed into one minute and 59 seconds and then the word water at the end. So it's like, oh, here's, here's Star Wars, but we sped it up to fit it into one minute and 59 seconds. And then, and then it says and then the water word water. The yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> You'd be staring at the screen like, what the fuck? It's the entirety of Star Wars. Yeah. And then it hits you with the water. And then water. Too fast for you. Drink some water and rewind. You might be able to catch some scenes. Oh, yeah. It's like a challenge. You have to drink water and watch the ad again. I mean, every fucking commercial nowadays or movie has to come with some, like, completely manufactured challenge that comes along with it that is definitely not something that the studio just made up and is definitely something that's happening naturally. So we're going to attach the hashtag drink water challenge. Is uh, that now? Do they do you want people to drink a specific amount of water or just drink? No, drink as much water as you can. Here's the thing yeah, you're, you're gonna go onto Twitter, you're gonna upload a video of you drinking water out of the biggest container you can find, and you have to drink all of it and put it under the hashtag drinking water challenge and tell us what you think. Totally wouldn't be liable for all the deaths. I, I'll get to my answer in a bit, but you know that like statistic about like how millennials aren't buying as many diamonds because it's a ripoff and diamonds are honestly kind of stupid yeah diamonds are stupid because we work retail i mean like even people who can afford diamonds aren't getting them because diamonds are stupid there are other precious stones that like are actually worth it anyway one time when i was in a movie there with some friends one of the ads that played like the pre-trailer ads don't tell me it was literally just like it could have been its own movie. It could have been its own short film. It was about these two lovers that like run away and they like, you know, as- you know, escape from their life, blah, 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 blah. It was like so overly dramatic. And we were like, what the fuck is this trying to sell us? And it was just an ad for diamonds. And it's I like, mean, oh my God. <laughs> buy diamonds. Yeah. Buy the diamond industry because they're struggling because they know we're not buying diamonds. So the entire industry was like, it wasn't a, s- a single company. It was like, please buy diamonds. You people. Anyway, uh, I, well, considering that I have an infinite budget with this hypothetical question, I would try to do some good because people are, we were talking about it earlier, people are drinking too many, too much, uh, unhealthy stuff, unhealthy beverages, you know, sodas, high sugar content drinks. I want to do some good. I want to not just advertise water, but I want to convince people to switch back to water from, drinking soda or whatever but i'm gonna go at it but from another angle because we've already cast such a wide net from with the health angle every health expert is like you know don't drink soda don't drink high sugar uh content drinks drink water blah 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 we've already got we've already got everyone who's health conscious back onto water so I'm going to go at it from the scary angle. My ad is going to be like a 
Koyanis Katsi-esque, like, short film detailing, and it's going to be reenactments of detailing humanity's brutal and sometimes violent struggle for water. And, like, it's gonna... It, and, 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 and the kicker is, not only will it cover our past and present, it'll, like, go into, like, the future, where people are, like, killing, like, fighting wars over water, like it's Mad Max. <laughs> and it's gonna be, it's gonna be done... Yeah, so you're, you're taking a very artistic approach. Yeah, it's gonna be done in a, in a very, yeah, in, in a, kind of like a, doc, like I said, Koyaanisqatsi-esque. It's gonna just be shots of just, you know, no dialogue. Just music and just showing you humanity's struggle in relation to water. And we're going to humble these people into fucking drinking water. By the end of this commercial, if you're drinking anything, if you're drinking soda, Gator, you're going to be, you're going to feel so bad. You're going to fucking drink water again. You're going to be like, why the fuck am I not drinking water in a day and age where we can get clean fucking water? Philip Glass will do the, the sound. Absolutely. Well. You absolutely just inspired me, Balp. Uh, and you guys are going to know what I'm talking about. I already know this. But for those who don't know, there is a very good YouTube video of a child who can be no no older than like eight who is reviewing. I say reviewing, but he's just talking talking it up. Uh, hot Cheetos and Starbucks, like yeah. bottled Starbucks no, drinks. And, and uh, let's have a water ad. This just a kid that's like, oh, get the kid, get that kid holding soda cans, and it's like, don't drink this shit. <laughs> let's get that kid specifically. He fucking throws it across the room. He's like, you need to get your ass one of these, and it's just a bottle of water. Yeah. I just want a very vulgar child to be convincing me that I want water. He tastes it, and he's like, Ugh, corn syrup. Bleh. I don't want to fucking drink ketchup, so I'm going to drink water. And he can also just be eating some stupid bullshit, like he's just eating straight ketchup. All right. Well, that's a very detailed answer to that question, but I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. I went like three times. I kept getting great ideas. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a good question. Good question. Uh, my commercial, my my next commercial gets threatening. It's just a, it's just a kid with a gun. He says, "Drink water or drink a bullet." Yeah, why, why aren't why aren't commercials threatening and scary and have ominous auras and like guilt trip you into? The- I would love to see that. Stand stand up stand up and say McDonald's three times or your TV will self destruct. Just show everybody chapter black and it'll get them. Get them all drinking water right away. <laughs> That's a deep cut. All you 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 Hakusho fans out there, yeah. shouts out. Enjoy that one. Ones that stuck stuck with it after Toguro. Shouts out fourth arc of Yu Yu Hakusho. I didn't even remember that. I had to think about what that was a reference to. You know what? Let's do this one rapid fire. Super easy. Radish asks, "What's our favorite color?" Ready, go. Just okay. Go. Just say it. Uh, split between blue and green. Nope, that's. You've already failed. You can only pick one. Orange. Orange? Yeah. Mine's pink. Purple. Red purple. That's too... You... You've failed the question. It's the one between it. Come on. <sighs> then say it in one color. Like, what is the color? I don't know what the name is. It's red well, purple. Well, then it's if not you your favorite it, is. It's not your favorite. If you looked on a crayon, it would be red purple. Violet? That no. does sound just like violet. There's no way. No, that's like... He's thinking like wine red. Colors are fucking stupid.
stupid. And my, my favorite color changes on a regular basis. I'm pretty sure last time we got asked this, I said, like, yellow. It's based on the last food you ate. I do love yellow. No, for real. I fucking love the yellow and black color scream. Scream. Color scream. <laughs> <laughs> color scream is like a weird transformer. I need another question. Someone asked the question about the Three Stooges. Am I the only one knowledgeable enough about the Three Stooges for, for this to be... No, I know about them. Did we answer that one before? No, we haven't. Ask it. No, we have not, and it's co- and it's just who's the least favorite of the Three Stooges? Shemp. What's the question exactly? Everybody knows it's Shemp. Least favorite of the Three Stooges, and it is clearly, it's clearly the fourth Stooge. Are you even knowledgeable I know- enough? About I I even know about the secret stooges. Okay, don't fucking test me on my three stooges knowledge. It also no knock your lights no, out. No no no. There was are there secret stooges? There was a fifth stooge, and I don't remember who what his name there was, were, but nobody like, liked him. If you would read the wiki, you'd know that there are twelve secret stooges, and you have to like you got to look in the background for him. Wayne, there was for real though. There was like five people who were a stooge. There was the three that everybody knows. There was Shemp, and then there was a. Uh, a fifth guy whose name I don't remember. Nobody liked the fifth guy. I'm not looking for Gurr to make up bullshit while I'm trying I, to talk about right. the secret stooges, which okay. are real. Okay? Sorry I'm smarter than you. This is less of a question and more of just like a prompt, but I like this idea. Uh, Faye asks, Everyone say the first food item you think of and try to work out a recipe that uses all of them for a podcast-generated recipe. Go. French fry. Okay. Spaghetti. Ramen. Oranges. Spaghetti. <laughs> okay, so we got ramen and spaghetti. Perfect. We have ramen, two spaghettis, oranges, and what was yours? French way? fry and French fries. So that's three starches and oranges and what <laughs> and like. So there's no meat. None of us picked meat, which is kind of interesting. A meat meat can be in ramen. Meat can be in spaghetti. Here's what you do: you take the French fries and you line them up. Like uh, like like a like a bridge of French fries, like a rectangle. Uh-huh. The then you take the bridge of French fries. I don't know why I'm using that metric, but you take this bridge of French fries and you you wrap them in the ramen. Uh, the uh. wrap them in the ramen, uh, and then you wrap the ramen in the spaghetti, and then you do that again because there's two spaghetti in this recipe, uh, and then you and then you deep fry that. Uh, and then you have an orange on the side. You squeeze an orange over it. You got any better ideas? Cause I was going to say deep fry too, because that's just what you do when you have a shitload of garbage. God, that would suck. That would suck so uh... much. That wouldn't even be good for one bite. No, I think it, you could do a bite. I think what we'd want is like a dipping ramen that you combine with the spaghetti and provide like some, some Thai inspired ingredients. Like, or, well, not... orange goes in the Thai. Yeah. We, we yeah. didn't, we didn't think of those we there could only be well, five ingredients he, no the only had to be ingredients not exclusively these things to yeah, be we fair. can push ramen to its limits yeah ramen's versatile so is spaghetti like anything anything goes in there yeah uh so yeah we can combine the spaghetti and ramen have like kind of like a dipping broth along with uh-huh. it put uh put you know thai inspired uh I- I- items there citrus is included in that so maybe like a little bit of cilantro things like that French fries. <laughs> I think you just stick them in there. Yeah, side. <laughs> they're their side. I think that we should just like cook them until they're really crispy, and then include those as kind of like a crunch on top. Hell yeah! I love me a crunch. I don't have an answer, but I just realized that 
if there was a restaurant that both served really good ramen and re- really good Italian pasta, I wouldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just a noodle expert. Like, I'm just imagining a restaurant where I can get a big bowl of really good ramen and just also a side order of, like, pasta in some sauce. I'd be like, this is, like, an unholy combination, and I you would live there now. every day. I wonder if there's, like, a noodle master out there that is just trying to learn every noodle oh, related dish. Definitely. Just, just experiencing the the top quality Italian chefs, traveling out to China and Korea, learning the secret techniques. Think of any kind of thing that you can have in a dish, and there is somebody out there specializing as hard as fucking possible in it. Denim. Denim is not a part of a dish that is part God. of your pants. God damn it. I get those confused. Yeah. Season. It's part of cowboy cuisine. I'll take a steak and some denim. Find that at hometown buffet. Don't serve. Don't serve those side by side. Deadline John asks, "If you could make a trick for a new Tony Hawk game, what would it be, and what is its name?" I have one. I have an idea. This would be one of the moves that you can only do like when you have full special bar. So what it would be is your your skater on your skateboard would pull out like a TV, a chair, and a PS1 <laughs> and start playing Tony Hawk on these these items that he's produced and like and the the smaller Tony Hawk on the TV is is in itself 100% working and playable. That's my and then it's called the it's called the Inception. Oh, the Inception. Yeah. My move is uh ex- I uh I don't think a move in Tony Hawk can only take some of the special bar. I think you got to use it all if you if you do one of those. But the uh, you break your board like while you're on it, but like you snap it down the middle. So like you you like you spread it like like cut you cut you cut the skateboard down in half vertically, and you put one foot on each half, and it keeps going. The and it becomes a rollerblading game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's called mode change. Don't need a more complicated name than that. You know, Tony Hawk was really missing like advanced like like yeah, you could pick different characters, but they all were skateboards. Like I want to play a character in Tony Hawk whose special move is he turns his skateboard into rollerblades and it's like he's got new moves. That would be sick. Gets in a car. I would have to say mine would be he pulls out two additional skateboards, lays across all three of them. And every move after that is performed while laying down across all three skateboards. Oh, stance change. I feel like all of these that we've come up with so far, like, may actually just be in a Tony Hawk game, and we just don't know, to be honest. It's called the whole hog. I know for sure my trick isn't in it. It My trick is just the 360, but in the fourth dimension. Through time, or like... Yeah, you ever, you ever, you ever see... Those like you go forwards, then backwards, then forwards. No, you, again no, 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 no. You ever see like those like those like uh models of like what the three dimensional shadow of a fourth dimensional object would be would look like? Yeah. Imagine yeah. a skater doing that a in the air. Doing that. Yeah, that's because right. that's because that's all we'd be able to perceive. You know. I'm. Yeah. You know what? I'm into that. I think that's pretty cool. I'd be down. So I think that I would want to implement a skate warp 
so as like a, like a just a useful versatile trick uh in the air you can activate the skate warp and you'll kind of like slow your fall into kind of a bullet time state you'll get a targeting reticle and you can you can aim you can aim your skateboard uh in any direction and all the while you'll be kind of like you know swinging it around building up momentum you let it go you fire your skateboard in a direction and then your body kind of like does a mario trick and kind of uh converges towards the board and you land and you continue to skate i think they should add air dashes to the next tony hawk game yeah double jumps yeah you know we're we're kind of done answering the question but this is what i want to see out of video games like they never left i mean probably for a good reason they never left like the whole realism aspect behind like it's a video game. Why not just have fun with it? Start incorporating things from other video games. Like, I want to play, like, a skateboarding game that has, like, that where they just have, grab, like, different concepts from other video games and throw them in. Like, like stuff that would work for skating. Like, imagine a skating game with stance changes, like a fighting game, you know? Or, like, or, like, teleports, or, like illusions from dota 2 like you're like you get on a like you jump in the air and then like you you send out an illusion and the illusion does tricks but only at 50 uh but you only get half the points that's kind of why people really want a skate 4 is yeah it was a good skating game had good uh some decent realism to it but also there was just a mode where you smashed your bones as hard as you could yeah hall of meat yeah hall of meat was so good Loot shooters are pretty big nowadays. We could have a we could have a skateboarding sh- looter game, you know, a, s- you- a scooter, a scooter, <laughs> a scooter. It's just a scooter. Yeah, a scooter. Okay, new genre idea. It's a scooter. It's a skateboard <laughs> looter. Go around and you go. You open up treasure chests. You d- you like you do tricks to open up treasure chests, and there are cooler like skateboards inside. Cool. New skateboards, new new wheels, new board designs, new tricks. You get exotic skateboards that have like cool helmets. Oh my gosh, yeah, that have like special tricks. Dude, how has no one thought of this? I was just thinking about it. How I want, I would like, I would like the destiny structure of items in many other genres. Yeah, like, I was thinking of like exotic like monster hunter weapons, and I was like, oh, dude, cool. Trog, this is actually a fucking awesome idea, because I think about... Let me go back to skate again. When I think about skate, my favorite thing was just to run up to people and beat them to death. So if you turn that into, like, the main mechanic, you know, you really got something going for it. Hey, hey, hey. How come no one has done this? It's insane how no one's thought of this. Giant skate park. Like, giant. A hundred skaters parachute in and just, <laughs> and, and the, and the person with the highest score at the end wins. Would it be a giant skate park? Yes. And instead of oh, a circle, sick. and instead of a circle getting, well, uh, you could still have the circle, right? You would still have the circle. So like, oh, you better be good at grinding because that's where everyone's going to have to go. You know, you have to grind, you know, you have to, oh, at the, the, the circle is closing in on the half pipe. If you're not good at the half pipe part of the map, then what are you doing? And like, it could be like a, there could also be like a point threshold. So people die if they don't have enough points by a certain amount of time. Anyone out there is a prospective uh, game designer? We call dibs. No, that's that's a free idea, but you have to pay us also. <laughs> it's free, but you have to pay us. Just put us in the credits. 
Nobody here is like motivated enough to make a video game, so you can take it, but you gotta like put us in the credits or something. Yeah, this is like a free trial. I would play the hell out of that. That sounds cool. That does sound fucking fun. I'm pretty sure we've been asked about designing a game before, and here we are on a completely different question, and we designed the coolest sounding game we thought of. I agree. I think skateboards are cool. Get like a Tony Hawk S soundtrack and like a hundred people are just jamming out to the same song doing tricks on an island. See if you can buy the rights to the name Skater Die because that would be a perfect fucking name oh for it. Oh my god. Well, EA owns that li- license, unfortunately. Does EA own that <laughs> yes, license? Yes, oh. they have it. Pitch the idea to EA. I mean, then it's out of your hands and. That works. Just, yeah. Just the Battle Royale Skate or Die reboot. I'm all for it. I don't even care about Battle Royales, but that sounds fucking fun. There you go. There you go, uh, Phil Fish. You can make another game yet again. You can do it. You can come back to the gaming world. He's a DJ and steal now. a video game. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, never yeah. mind then. Kojima, hit us up. Skyler asks, what would be a band slash music artist collaboration that you would want to hear the most, if possible? Who do you want to collab that... Has n- has not yet done it. I'm thinking really hard about it. This is a tough one. I think Santana and the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I think that'd be perfect. These don't have to be good. Yeah. That's not my answer. Rewind it. Rewind it. I didn't... Those are the first two things I came up with. Daft Punk and Eiffel 25. Well, that's not a band. That's not. Eiffel 25 <laughs> is not... That doesn't exist. Did I get their name wrong? Yeah, it's it's Eiffel 69. Oh. No, it's not. He's go- fucking getting you. How did I get... How did I get that so wrong? <laughs> I double-tricked you. It's Eiffel 65. Eiffel 65, not 25. My bad. Bro, what if Eiffel 65 and Zerottle crossed over? Oh, oh my, god. my god. Could never imagine. Zerottle and 50 Cent. <sighs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I had somebody at my work call 50 Cent a DJ the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Zerottle and Kanye West. And the whole album is about Kanye West admitting that Zerottle is better than him. (laughs) He's a better rapper. (laughs) Just better. So much of Kanye's shit and just his whole personality is like that he's like the best and that he's God or whatever. Like God, yes. And he's just one album where like... You know, I'm pretty great, but Zerottle's a lot better. Yes. Just like, <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, the whole album is like, like he is not any less braggadocious. He's just like, I'm the fucking shit. But this alien, this blue motherfucker, is so much better than me. He makes me look like shit, even though I'm better than everyone else. Like he's just hyping up Zerottle so hard. He wants to be far away, so he could be there at home. I feel that. <laughs> just like, if I'm number one, he's number zero. Exactly. Like, he, he's like, he is the fucking hypest of the hype man for Zerato. I'm totally into this. Although I think uh, Alien Kids Alien Rap and Zerato is the crossover. That makes the most sense. Alien Kids Alien Rap and Kanye. Zerato would just make, would just get the same point across, but make the music listenable. Yeah, exactly. So are we doing real ones or fake ones? <laughs> I have, I think I have a real one. I think a real one for me would be, like, Neil Ciceriga and They Might Be Giants, which is, like, basically the same kind of music anyway, but I just feel like, I don't know, that would be a a good combo. 
I'd be into that. I'm a fucking idiot. I just thought to myself, oh, you know, it'd be great. MF Doom and Mad Lib. And then I was like, wait, his best <laughs> album is that. Yeah. You've already gotten what you wanted. I am not putting my foot down and saying that Mad Villainy is their best album because I feel like mm, food is uh, mm, food and Mad Villainy are kind of like neck and neck. I can't pick a, a best MF Doom album. Um, hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's fucking tough. Yeah, it's kind of hard to think of not joke answers for this one. Soichi Tirada and Hideki Naganuma. I just went into my I just went into my Spotify and picked two and those two. That would be pretty cool. For sure. That'd be sick. That would be fucking awesome. So, there's a, there was a couple I was going through, but so I'm, like, losing track of them. I think that Gorilla Toss and Melt Banana together would be cool. That would be pretty good. I feel like they are two sides of the same coin, and they're, yeah. like, they're like the only two of that kind of uh, music that I, like, really listen to. Yeah. They're like the yin and yang. Right? Because, like, Melt Banana is, like, usually, like, really fucking hard, but then uh, Gorilla Toss is more like the mellow side, but you combine them. What could happen? Anything. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Something stupid that I just thought of was uh, Hot Dad and Belle Biv DeVoe, so Hot Dad can make, like, an 80s rap album. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't have, like, a specific person for this, but, like, like, a UK grime uh, kind of artist and machine girl because they've done, they've, they've like sampled some kind of like, like UK rap kind of stuff in some of their songs. And I think it works pretty well with just kind of like the sped up rap tracks with their kind of like, whatever you call it sound, their super fast drums and stuff. I think that sounds pretty good. Uh, Johann Sebastian Bach and whoever made the extreme paint brawl OST. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two masters of their craft together. <laughs> together at last. Two savants working side by side. Uh, Igor and Thundercat. That would be a very interesting collab. That'd be, that would be something. I'd listen to that for sure. And just have them go hard, like. Because the Thundercat can go hard on the bass. Has anybody... Okay, so there are a lot of collaboration albums, right? But aren't there any, like, music albums where it's, like, a band versus another band oh. on it? Like, they're not collaborating. They're, like, fighting it, like, over the course of the album. We're thinking, like, oh, yeah, working together. But you're thinking, like, Marvel versus Capcom. Like... Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. you know what? That'd like, be they're, like, dope. the music is fighting against each other. So I don't I don't think I've ever seen like a battle, but I have definitely seen some albums where it's just one half one artist and one half the other. Nah, it's got to be more like it's got to be more intertwined than that. Where it's like it's the opposite of a collaboration. It's a battle. It's a it's a musical battle. The questions have really spurred so many creative ideas from us from this on this episode because I love that idea. I love and and, and like it would be so easy because it'd be like artist versus other artists. Yeah, exactly. It's it is exactly like Marvel versus Capcom, but an album. What would that be? Would they would they like be try like would it be like two rappers rapping to the same like beat? See, that's like the obvious answer because like rap battles are a right. thing. But I want that idea to be expanded so it's like you have like let's say it's like two rock bands that have the normal rock band setup where it's you know guitar bass drum singer uh-huh. like 
both bands are playing the same song at the same time, but then you have like the guitarists both doing a solo at the same time and they're trying to outdo each other, right? What if, like, what if you have three man teams on each side and it's like, all right, th- this is like the the vocal providers, th- this is the beat makers, and and the last one is the utility. <laughs> hold, hold on, you're thinking pre-established teams. What if there were? It was a team of all stars on each side. Oh, so it's like you, you're like you're assembling your yeah. ultimate your ultimate band team. Why not like have them pick the roster just like in Marvel versus Capcom? Right, like fuck exactly. it. Like I want okay. I want Thundercat on the bass. I want Rodney James Dio. Well, I mean, rest in peace. But I want like <laughs> yeah, Dio right. on the vocal. You know what I mean? Like uh, Dave Grohl can play the drums, yeah. or uh, maybe Zach Hill. Yeah. I'd pick Zach Hill. Zach Hill on drums. I think putting a dead man on vocals is a bad idea. There won't be any vocals. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, fucking! Oh God, what's his name? Ch- Chunjum Bedrum, crazy Russian singer Vitas. on vocals. Vitas, Vitas on vocals. Thundercat on bass, Whoa. Zach Hill on drums. Uh, I don't know who plays guitar. I don't know any guitarists, but but a good one of those. I'm blanking. Now now we're just making super groups. Now Paul. we've got Paul from away. the Beatles. Paul McCartney. Uh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Paul McCartney. Hell fucking yes. We've made the ultimate team. But now we have to come up with another team. Yeah, to, we're like, to go up against that one, right? So I'm gonna save Dave Grohl on drums. Uh, Peppa Pig on vocals. What? They don't have to be the same style. That's true. That's true. It doesn't have to be the same style. So I want Peppa Pig on vocals. That's a cartoon character, bro. They, she has an album. Okay. <laughs> if we're done with this, let me modify this question a little bit. If you could have two dead musicians collaborate on an album, who would it be? Two dead uh, Johann Sebastian Bach and the guy who made the paintball OSC. <laughs> Rest in peace. It's so sad what happened to him. Gone, but not forgotten. Well, what happened is that he used up all of his life energy to write the paintball, extreme paintball OST, and he faded away like in Star Wars, what happens to Yoda, <laughs> so. He didn't survive. <laughs> he, he got sent away and he just laid down and disappeared. The files got saved to the hard drive and he immediately just like stopped moving and like disappeared. This is my final gift to the world. Goodbye. My two uh, artists are uh, Jimi Hendrix and some like dead Babylonian monk or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. priest. New Jabason Prince. Fuck it. I was going to say Nujibes and a Tibetan throat singer from the 1500s or whatever. Gondar died. Who's Gondar? (laughs) The bounty hunter? The bounty hunter from Dota 2? No, the throat singer that released that. Yeah, I didn't assume he was bringing up a Dota 2 character during our music discussion. Sorry. He brought a Peppa Pig. I mean, okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. I had already forgotten that he brought up Peppa Pig. I've got it! Oh my god, Dota 2 Witch Doctor and Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it go! I didn't say Gondar, I said Ondar, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, Gondal. Oh, yeah, bro, the two, my favorite two dead musicians, Gondal and... <laughs> Gondal and Raditz. <laughs> <laughs> the collab of the century. <laughs> Raditz. Yo, Raditz on the track.
I mean, if you if you bring up dead ones, I if if we're gonna mix and match to that degree, I want MC Ride and like a caveman. Like, can I get that? My genuine, real ass answer would be: I would love another, a second collaboration between David Bowie and. Uh, oh my god! I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that'd be good. Those two work so fucking well together. I looked it up. There is somebody on Spotify named Raditz. They have 11 monthly listeners. So, <laughs> unfortunately, Raditz is still alive. Hey, shout-outs to Raditz. Let's give him a boost. Yeah. Go check out Raditz. Go, I, I haven't listened to this person's music. Maybe it sucks. I can't listen to it now because I'm recording a podcast. But go on, to, go on to Spotify. Check out Raditz. If it's good, keep listening. If it sucks, uh, we're sorry. Yeah, my bad. And if it's offensive... Apologies. We're all so sorry. Oh yeah, if it's like offensive or something, I I don't I don't support I don't you know I don't condone it. We don't like Raditz, but he is alive. They appear to be French. Hey, so I gotta say, I haven't been talking a whole lot lately, just because I'm like I'm like handling something. But I just got like knocked out of my trance because I just saw a fucking ad that Hideo Kojima tweeted uh, that there, you remember the movie The Boy? Yes. Oh. Kind of. The boy was a horror movie about an old couple that had a doll for a son, and if you didn't take care of him, he killed you. Um, the they're making a the boy two, and this time there's two boys. <laughs> That's literally just an Aqua Teen episode. Is it called the boy two or the boys? It's called Brahms the boy two. Missed opportunity. That's literally just an Aqua Teen episode from like 2008. That's an Aqua Teen. It should be called the boys. Yeah. You could have a horror rendition of The Boys Are Back in Town. <laughs> Faye asks, If you could choose one thing you believed was real when you were a kid and actually make it real, which would it be? Oh, that at the age of eight you become a genius and you can invent Shadow the Hedgehog's shoes and use them to run up trees. Yeah. Wait, Balp, you agree that is also yours? No. I'm saying that is Wayne's, for sure. Restate the question to me. Was it something I believed as a child that it would make actually true? Yes, it was something that you believed was like a a real thing when you were a kid, and now you can actually make it real. I don't know, because a lot of things that I believed that turned out to be false were usually bad. Thought of another one, uh, that credit cards are infinite money. That's like a widespread child belief, and uh, it's true now, but only for me. Yeah, that's a strong one. Okay, here it is. You can make magic potions by just mixing random shit in a cup. Yeah, like flour and water in a microwave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly like that, yes. And you may turn it into bread. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's a magic potion that works right now. You can go try it at home. Go try it right now, everybody listening. Like, you just mix in, like, some soap and pepper and some dirt, and you get a potion that lets you fly or something. You're immune to poison. I gotta go off topic for a second. You're, the flour and water thing that you talked about. So if if you're if you're just listening to this episode, uh, Gur, a few podcast episodes ago, we were talking about like weird shit that we did as a child, or like weird food that we liked as a child. And Gur said that he used to put water and flour in a cup and cook it in the microwave and call it bread and eat it. Um, now the- let me let me defend myself for one second. I didn't do that on a regular basis, by the way. I did it like twice. You did it thousands. But, I did uh, it twice. And and last week, I just did a stream where I made AI-generated recipes, and one of the recipes was called Poopy Moopies, and it involved me <laughs> pouring a lot of flour into boiling water, uh, so I know what that was like now, Ger. I ate that. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and how was it? 
But did you have sugar in it too? Poopy Moopies. Well, it was it was the flour and water. I don't know if it had sugar. I think it was just flour. It and had water. an onion. It, it had an, a whole onion and a whole head of garlic. It had it had a whole onion, a whole head of garlic, and uh, spinach. The and I and I ate the the flour water mixture with the onion, and it was bad. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it was not. Uh, it was it was uh, almost inedible, if I do say so myself. Uh, but yeah, back to the question. I think uh, something I believed was real when I was a kid. Ghouls. <laughs> ghouls are real. I believed in ghouls. Ghouls are real now. Uh, the the Rugrats. <laughs> you thought you thought it was live. You thought the Rugrats was live. I thought it was real. I thought those babies could talk. <laughs> oh my god. I I don't want to be a killjoy, but like I was so depressingly realistic at, 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 at eight that like it doesn't have to be eight did you not believe anything silly when you were like four well they said like oh, I was a child like oh well Trog wasn't eight when he thought Rugrats was real I didn't think Rugrats was real that was a joke I want to go on I record figured. let the record be known I did not think Rugrats was real at any point in my life however I did think that I could harness key energy at some point <laughs> And that I want to make that real. That is my real, honest, and true answer. I watched Dragon Ball. I was like, "Damn, what if that shit's real? What if I just like train really hard and like power up? I want to be able to do that." I actually did for a while as a kid think if you focused hard enough, you could just like power up and fly and shit. Hell yeah! Dude. So I would make that real, absolutely. I would bar make none. That real. Fuck sure. the stupid ass potions idea I had. So, Bulp, you were a genius child that was never tricked? What were you no, saying? No, I was just depressingly realistic as a kid. But you know what? I, for some reason, I, because of Wayne's initial answer, I, I like, I like kept thinking like, oh, what, what did I believe in when I was eight years old? But like, I, yeah, I could just go earlier than that. I don't know why I was so fixated on the age of eight. My cousin was really into like conspiracy theory stuff when we were when when, when <laughs> I was a kid and he was, so he would tell me a lot of these like conspiracy theories that were like really scary honestly for a kid to hear about I was going to say for a ch- to a child but because of him at, at when I was a kid I thought yeah you could like train yourself to be like an empath and like to read minds and like telekin like have psychic oh. powers. So yeah, I'd want psychic powers. Hell yeah! Like telekinesis and sick. things like that. Fuck yeah! I want to be like an X Men. How about you, Log? Uh, that I could unlock a character of my own creation in Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door if I went back to the starting point of the Bobby Tree <laughs> after you gained the ability to go narrow and slip through cracks. What do you mean of your own creation? You thought, like, a screen would pop up that's like, okay, draw your companion, like... Okay, so, whenever I was a little kid, I was friends with the, like, the kind of kid that would make shit up. Uh That kid, everyone knew that kid. Yeah. With Ma- I was friends with Mario. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, we would make, we would just, like, make collaborative drawings and stuff. And I'd always just draw these, like, little things that look kind of like Kirby's, except they wore, like, totem poles on their head and didn't have arms. And they said, oh, dude, if you go to the, the second area in Paper Mario and then you, like, slip through the crack in the bushes, you can get one of these things. What? No way. That can't happen. But secretly, I was hoping. I was like, could it, ha- could it, could it be true? <laughs> I love that. That is, like, pinnacle of child brain, where it's like, this thing that I made 
like myself, it might be in this video game. It might, it just might. It probably isn't, but but it might. It was like prophetical. It's like you, this thing already existed, and you like knew about it without seeing it. You predicted it. Yeah. Then you're getting back to Belp's things where where kids have psychic powers if they yeah. focus hard enough. That's what happened to Log. Like I was saying earlier, most of the stuff that I believed as a child was like negative. I was like, somebody at some point when I was a child told me that in 2012 or something, or it was like it was like some unknown uh, amount of years later, day? like 10 years later, it's like, oh yeah, there's a meteor that's gonna hit the Earth in like 10 years, and I was, I was like, for a good number of years, I was convinced that I was just gonna die oh, in a good sucks. number of years. I eventually got old enough to be like. Wait, that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just thought of I, I thought of one of Kindergar. Um, the uh, when I was a kid, I believed that um, that uh, there was the possibility that a, a ninja might assassinate me if I sat on the toilet. So uh, if if what? that was real, that would suck. I've told you guys about you. that. No, I literally. Don't you. Listen, listen. So the do you remember how in like kids' school libraries, uh, the uh, there used to be like Ninjas. a lot of. No, there used to there used to be a lot of books that were like just like oh yeah here's this is a book about ninjas and but it, and it was for kids and it was like so I read a book I read a book about ninjas and one of the pages said that like oh yeah ninjas used to like hide inside of outhouses uh like like inside the toilet part the uh, like where where like people would shit into ninjas would wait in there with a sword and when their target would sit down to take a shit they would kill them through their ass the and, like, I read that and, like, did not make the connection to the fact that, like, that wouldn't work unless it was an outhouse. And I was legit, like, for a, for a very short time, I was legitimately scared that, like, if I took a shit, a ninja would be in the U-Bend and he would stab my ass. <laughs> Forgot that that was in feudal Japan. I had a, s- a similar kind of thing. Like, I-, I read a book that I found in the library that was, like, a bunch of kind of myths presented as fact. And it would have, it would have, like, cr- like basically, like, scary stories of, like, oh, this guy got caught cheating on somebody's wife, and so he got skinned alive, and now he's skinned Tom, and he hides in the forest. <laughs> skinned Tom. That's the most threatening name. There's stuff like that, but there was also, like, just kind of, like, weird, innocuous things, like, oh, yeah, there's been incidents where people attach machines to the inside rim of toilets and they attack your balls whenever you sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I I was a little bit concerned with public toilets after that. I was like, huh? I don't know. They attack your balls specifically. I fucking love the phrasing. I love the phrasing of not, like, cut your balls. No, they attack. It's (laughs) like... They attack. It's like more than one. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a bunch of like pointy like spider legs that'll like jab at them and like grab them, and fuck them up real good. I would have nothing to fear as my balls would attack back. My balls would simply recede and I would be in no danger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we were going to start this podcast, but we found the answer and we found the answer to how we would end it and it's machines that attack your balls. Uh, so anyways, thank you for listening to Where Do We Begin? We really appreciate you. The, uh, if you want to see more of this, the, uh, search Wayne Radio TV on Spotify. Uh, the, uh, tell your friends to do that since you already know how to find us. Uh, the, uh, iTunes, Google Play, we're on all of that. Or you can go to WayneRadioTV.Podbean.com, uh, slash WayneRadioTV. No. Uh, nope. nope. Podbean.com nope. slash Podbean.WayneRadio. 
fuck me. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, you know where to go for that. Uh, the uh, If you want to check out the streams that we talked about during this podcast, you can go to twitch.tv slash Wayne Radio TV. That's where you'll find me and my friends making all these guest appearances. The, uh, you can search Wayne Radio TV on any site and you can probably find me there. And uh, we got a couple other things to plug. The uh, If you like good videos, Balp's got those in spades. Oh. Uh, check out Balp on YouTube or Balp on Tumblr. That's B-A-A-U-L-P. I'm on Twitter, too. Mm-hmm. He's on all those. Uh, the uh, And uh, Log has a, a fantastic comic, uh, name of Gather Ye Power. Uh, it's about it's actions joke comic about a boy and his rat collecting powers. It's fucking fantastic. What chapter are we on now, Log? I'm working on nine right now. That's by the time this is out, there but a little bit out by the time you're listening, hell, there might be nine chapters of this shit, and it's all great nah, reading. Balp edits these too fast. There's no way I can get nine out of time. <laughs> There'll be eight chapters of this shit. <laughs> so look forward to it. Eight is still eight is still a fuck ton. Yeah, there's a lot of good reading for you there. The uh, and uh, Master Gur, you have something that uh, you want. You have anything you want to promote? I've got a Twitter and a YouTube, and he, he said my name, and that's all you got to search. I'm pretty much the first result for everything. Hey, the P word, buddy. You know you have to spell it. Oh, you want me to, to talk it. about the Patreon? I got a Hell Patreon, yeah. but Master Gur set up a Patreon where you could support his How animation. How do you spell it? Hey, P- spell it. A- no, no, no. M- no Patreon. A. All right, you got this. You got this. <laughs> S. I'm trying to think of all the letters. There's too many. I'm writing it down. T e r g i r. You missed one. Did I? <laughs> I don't know. I did kind of just rush through the last few. Nope. You'll figure it out. And Trog here, he loves Destiny. <laughs> I, I not anymore. Friendship ended with Destiny. Monster Hunter Iceborne is my new friend. Yeah. If you want to look for us, just look for us on social media. Except for Trog. Turn on Monster Hunter World. And do some iceborne quests and see if you bump into him online. <laughs> yeah, you you might find you might find him running a Zynogre. If you want to see Trog, you can see the most of Trog on the Wayne Radio TV streams. He is he is a de facto producer. And finally, I produce the. And finally, uh, hmm? Hmm? I was just gonna say my my Twitter that I barely post on is Trogort T R O G O R T. Yeah, like forwards and then the backwards. Yeah, well. The, uh, I think, uh, as soon as I end this sentence, the podcast will be over. <laughs> <laughs>